welcome to the green team of the legendarium the weird little spinoff podcast where patrons of the legendarium rip off ideas the main crew already have already done at least tonight i'm little red book and if that's not scary enough tonight i have with me bot necromancer rabbit hello and i have bazombified panda hi roar boo <laughs> <laughs> And I have also with me tonight, Agent Smith. Is that me? Hello? That, that's you, <laughs> Mr. Anderson. You're Agent <laughs> Smith tonight. <laughs> tonight, in the spirit of the season, we are doing a spooky circle of deviations. Our listeners ask us some Halloween-themed questions, and we're going to try and answer them. Let's see what our fine listeners <laughs> have for us, shall we? Would you rather always be afraid, but nothing bad ever happens? or never be afraid, but bad things always happen. This is from Murph1976. Let's start with you, Agent Smith. I guess always be afraid. I mean, then nothing bad happens. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, that, that works for me, because like, you can live with a baseline of anything, like even like a baseline of fear, as long as it's not like crippling anxiety levels of fear, like, and then, just not having bad things happen. That sounds great. <laughs> Versus like, you know, like, you know, I, I walk out of the house, <laughs> I walk myself out and then I have a flat tire and then I get in a car crash. I mean, like, <laughs> and then I step on the leg. It's like, <laughs> that'd be terrible. You'd be really happy through all of it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would never be afraid. <laughs> you know, I, th I think this is just like living you like drunk. <laughs> you know, you're always happy. But like... It says the person who doesn't drink. Exactly. Like, <laughs> So there's my answer for you. <laughs> I'm with Rabbit on this one, to be perfectly honest. I'd rather never be afraid and always have bad things happen. <laughs> um, I'm, I feel like the Wait. always being afraid but nothing bad happens is what it's like usually to live with anxiety. And you can think of it this way. like If you're always expecting something bad to happen, then you're trying to prevent the bad things from happening and therefore the bad things don't happen. Anyway, I choose that one because that's pretty much my life. Although <laughs> bad things do happen, so it's not I exactly. Would like, so I have anxiety issues and not at the clinical level, just like that is a thing I have and I would like to know what it's like to not have them. <laughs> That's fair. I, I, I would still just like not bad things to not happen. <laughs> Silliest nightmare you ever had. This is from Chesky. I, I, I don't remember my nightmares, but I remember this one. I, was, like, I don't remember like, how old I was, but I was in a giant bouncy castle, like with like even like sleds that are, or slides going down like, between different rooms and everything. And I was being chased by Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> like a big one? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, full size one. Like I don't know how it was in the bouncy castle. I mean, because it's like it's normal size one rooms. big bouncy castle. Yeah, it was like, but like, it, it was chasing me, and I was running from it. That's so bizarre. But yes, <laughs> I don't know how to. Uh, how, mm -hmm. So I don't know if this is silly or not, but I had this nightmare, and this was a couple weeks ago, where the bank that was handling the mortgage where I bought out my sister. They called me and they said, we don't have the money. And I'm like, no, but I've been paying you. I'm like, no, we've got the money that you paid us. We don't have the money to pay off the estate. <laughs> it was like, no. It was, yeah. That just sounds like a normal nightmare to me. <laughs> normal adult nightmare. 
what can I say? That's, that's, it is kind of silly though, because of course I already knew that the bank had paid off my sister. Like she has the money already, but I'm still having nightmares about it. Uh, Are you referencing your dream journal? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Silliest nightmare I've ever had. I, I don't think I have a good answer to this. I mean, this wasn't exactly a nightmare, but it's also kind of silly because it doesn't make sense. No, you know what? No, I don't have an answer to this. That's what I'm going to say. I once had a nightmare. I was chasing someone through a mall. I don't know why this was like a nightmare in any way, but at the moment it was. <laughs> was, um, was there any resolution to that? Or did you just like wake up at some point? I think I just woke up at some point. <laughs> it's concerning that in my nightmares, I'm the one that's like, Chasing? <laughs> yeah. How does that work? Uh, yeah, that's... Maybe you're the one that generates other people's nightmares. I guess. <laughs> well, if you ever have a nightmare about someone chasing you through a mall, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> then Proving you really you are, are, in fact, agency. Yeah. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to answer the next question, um, but where does the word boo come from? This is from Ian. From um, book. What? Where does the word boo come from? The word boo. I did a Google search right before we started and it says it was Greek. So apparently the Greek. That's all I have. I, there you I, go. Yeah. There's your answer, Ian. I just, I just wanted to make the bad pun. <laughs> <laughs> well, make, make the pun. I the pun. From a book. Boop. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Ian. Sorry. <laughs> Apparently, um, HuffPost has a whole article on a brief history, a brief and spooky history of the word boo. So there you go. If people are interested, they can go read it. So this is from Kiptan. What scared you as a kid and what scares you now as an adult? I'm assuming you're all adults, right? Or all grown-ups here. <laughs> I guess by law, yes. <laughs> I mean, technically, I have two other adults living in this house now. Uh, so that's terrifying. <laughs> so I think I'll start. What scared me as a kid? Um, ghosts, even though I never encountered one or even thought I had. They terrified me. And I still can't watch movies with ghosts in them because it just gives me nightmares. Um, and now... Something really bad happening to one of my kids. Mm. That's a boring, boring answer. I am very sorry. <laughs> oh, it's a very adult answer. Um, the Those are things that really do concern me. I do have an extreme phobia of heights as well. Um, but mm. I don't know that that's like, I don't know that that is what Kip was going for. Like <laughs> irrational fears. Yes, I'm terrified of heights for no good reason. <laughs> Mm. Well, I I am a pretty big scaredy cat. Like, I don't usually do horror films because my imagination will just take over. Like, you know, you know those like scary movies where the protagonist is like washing their face, and then you know they're looking in the mirror. There's nothing there, and then when they look back up, there's something there. That's what my mind does to me. Is just like the fear of something, someone will just suddenly appear in the mirror behind me so i'm still scared of that um but uh, i guess needles like getting shots as a kid was terrifying but now that i've been 
poked so many times, it's kind of just, you have coping mechanisms to deal with it. I would like you to talk with number two son because he has (laughs) that same phobia. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had it as extreme as what he has, but it's kind of just, you know, the whole um, psychotherapy technique of exposure. So like people who are terrified of spiders, like one of the therapy methods is to just expose them to spiders, which that idea terrifies me. I hate spiders so much. So, but I'm assuming if I were exposed enough at some point, I could, I could get over it. So you're marrying a spider slayer for yourself. (laughs) He's actually allergic to spider. Oh no. (laughs) And yet still. (laughs) (laughs) Rabbit. (laughs) Uh, Here's a good one. As a kid, I was afraid of making phone calls. And as an adult, I'm still afraid of making phone calls. <laughs> you need to practice. You, you're I, afraid of making phone calls? Yeah. Because, like, so... I, I've called you on the phone before. Well, yes, but I'm not the one making the phone call. Oh, okay. Like, so, like, if you're going up for, like, a presentation, like, that still is, like, scary. Or, like, you know, but, like, you can prepare that. You can prepare for that. You can think about things. That's true. For a phone call, it's a complete unknown. Like, you can prepare what you're going to say, but, like, you don't even know if they're going to pick up. You don't know if it's going to go to voicemail. It's improv. Y- yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to stress because I don't know how they're going to react. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Mm, body horror. I don't do body horror. I, I don't do ghosts, and I don't do demons, and I don't do mm-hmm. stalkers. No demons. Stalkers are stalkers? terrifying. Movies Is with this- stalkers in them. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be like a scary movie, like just a thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Anderson, it's your turn. As a kid, there's a movie called The Last Man on Earth, an old 1950s horror movie. And there's one scene where the main character's um, wife comes back to life as a vampire. That terrified me as a kid. Like that one scene. Interesting. Um, I can watch it now and I do and it's fine. But that that was like the only movie that ever scared me. Oh. Um. As an adult, I am terrified of dying while jaywalking. And then at my <laughs> funeral, people will say, what an idiot. He couldn't wait 30 seconds, and then he'd still be here today. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. No, it's funny. It's supposed to be. <laughs> so basically, you're afraid of being dead for a stupid reason. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> like, All right. why, was he, why was he standing under the tree when, the, when there was a lightning storm? <laughs> oh, you know you don't stand under the tree. I don't know. Yeah, I, I. That's a fair fear. That's yeah, makes sense to me. Is that everyone for this? Oh yes. Uh, Lady Sweden says, pitch a book that would scare you. Anything with the things that I said would scare me. <laughs> An antagonist is actually competent. <laughs> <laughs> like a competent IRS agent. <laughs> being audited is an unpleasant experience even when you're not cheating on your taxes <laughs> just being it's a person a headache it, yeah exactly that's that's terrifying yeah. I want it that, makes but... you have to go through like everything especially if they exactly. go like back and forth between points of views of like the person like did I do something wrong <laughs> what am I doing <laughs> am I a bad person <laughs> <laughs> especially if the auditor was a vampire <laughs> is that an actual book 
I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't but, there and, like and character falls in love with the a, auditor, and there's a there is a uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, adult Twilight. There is a a series of books that are sh- the vampire is an accountant. Right, that's the one Chesky tells us about. And yeah, I keep meaning to read it. I really do. It's like Frank, Frank the Vampire Accountant or something. Something like that. Sorry, Chesky. I'll read it eventually, I promise. <laughs> okay, so Panda and I have gone. Mr. Anderson? Uh, I don't know. I guess book of a guy who gets hit jaywalking and has to haunt that <laughs> intersection for the rest of the time. I love that you throw that in. He has to haunt the intersection forever. <laughs> Live his that shame. Was... Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, dead, dead his shame. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> undead his shame. No, un- yeah. No, is it undead? The undead are vampires and the walking dead are zombies. What are ghosts? They're just dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> has to haunt his shame. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, hey, Rabbit. For, for me, I think it would be books with secondhand embarrassment. Mm. Uh, I have actually DNF'd a book because of this. Like, I just like cannot keep reading because it was just giving me anxiety <laughs> from just like all of like the embarrassed, secondhand embarrassment I was feeling from the main character. What book was like? Uh, Anansi Boys by Neil Gaiman. Oh, I love oh, that. Oh, I want to see boys. Okay. It was it was it was it was great, but like I just couldn't read it. <laughs> Interesting. Can, can you watch The Office? Uh, oh no, I, I haven't watched much of it, but like I I did not enjoy the ones I watched. No, that is not my kind of show. Well, I'm just asking because of the second hand yeah. embarrassment. Like, is all through that show. You're just like, oh, Michael, just don't say it's anything. So cringe. No, <laughs> I love The Office, <laughs> and um. Probably Arrested Development wouldn't work for you either, because all of the humor, almost all of it, is just, yeah. Don't make the phone call. Just don't make the phone call. It's it's my fear anyway. (laughs) I know, that's what I'm saying. Just going to make my fear of phone calls even worse. (laughs) no. Worst Halloween candy. Not least favorite. Worst. This is from Chesky, and I think he's asking us to do something, like make an objective. I don't know, Chesky. I don't know that we can do this. I can tell you what mine is. The, yeah. the correct answer is candy corn. I was just going to say. <laughs> it's, not, it's not what their possible answer. It's waxy sugar or something. <laughs> like it, It's so gross. I, they even try to trick you with a name calling it candy. <laughs> I'm convinced um... it's made out of candles that they put sugar in. <laughs> <laughs> Candle corn. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes... Sometimes I I will be in the mood for candy corn. It's it's pretty rare. It's not def- it's definitely not my first choice. But I think the um those like was it like sugar cigarette sticks or whatever that oh, they yeah. made candy cigarettes. Yeah. Just, just so, they don't even taste good. They don't really taste like much. It just yeah. tastes bland and kind of sweet. But is that really a Halloween candy? I don't know. If pe- if people made black licorice into a Halloween candy, that would probably be the worst. You have just now offended oh. like all of the Nordic. So countries. well, no, so not not because like it's bad, but because so many people dislike it. It would just be like an awful choice of 
like it's something to put in that like a bowl. I would say I will say that American black licorice is different than like Nordic licorice and ours like the black jelly beans. Ugh. Well, if we're talking if we're talking Halloween candy, it's not going to be high quality. <laughs> the little the little boxes of Mike and Ike's aren't Mike and Ike's black licorice. No, not Mike and Ike's. There's some. No, Mike. Some. Yeah. What's it called? I'll remember after we're done recording. <laughs> you can insert an edit Good here. And we put Good and plenty. Good and plenty. I think. Yeah, I think so. Anyway. Uh, they don't look like they are licorice, but I don't. Know. I think our our definition of licorice in America is just wrong. wrong. <laughs> sure. Probably. I so we, we can say American black liquors would be an awful Halloween candy. <laughs> yeah. My dad used to eat. He'd go to this local ice cream store and he would get two scoops of ice cream. One would be lemon custard and the other would be licorice hmm. together. And yeah. Anyway, it was gross. <laughs> okay. Not good Sorry. combo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, lemon and licorice just this weird it's a weird thing to eat together i don't understand anyway i think there are good halloween candies like you know how they make the the reese's into a pumpkin shape i mean that's my favorite yeah but that's that's still just like a reese's which is obviously delicious but it's for halloween (laughs) and it has little eyes and stuff oh does it yeah well um in the chocolate they have like little cutouts Anyway. Okay, I, I have not seen that. I, but I think sure. So. Oh, they also have I ghost be, shapes I, now. I think. <laughs> and then they have Christmas yes, tree use, shape for Christmas. I think the ghost ones don't they use white chocolate? Oh yeah, they have some that use white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, no. A good one is um, Swedish fish because sometimes they put like the the multi flavored packets in there. No, those are not. And, uh, <laughs> and now the Swedes are ex- are offended. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, offending <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> all the nordic nations are how, how, how many can i get <laughs> <laughs> I yell at me <laughs> has everyone gone like i did i'd say smarties i think they're chalky and disgusting but i don't know if there's a scientific answer to this i remember <laughs> i remember teachers giving us smarties for like test days because haha mm-hmm. they're called smarties but then does that mean but then some people would get dum dums. So <laughs> no. You should give them together so they cancel each other out. So I actually associate Smarties not with Halloween, but with the Fourth of, of July. Oh, really? Like parades and they oh. throw candy, and it's always yeah. Smarties. So, but yeah, it seems like a I terrible mean, they don't, candy to throw out because they like, they're not melt. even sealed. They don't melt, but, but they're not sealed. Well, they they kind of wrapper dirt. it's not a big deal come on now when you're 10 (laughs) in fact eat more dirt when you're 42 immunity (laughs) your immune system yep best entry point for horror for children and adults from jingles i'm the wrong person to ask me too (laughs) i will i will say as as a kid uh goosebumps Mm. was like the, the main horror that i ever read any of oh i have oh sorry well there's that um was it scary stories to tell in the dark or something yep yeah yep uh the other one would be um the graveyard book by neil gaiman yeah that's like light spooky 
And well, this is entry level. Entry level. Yeah. And uh, also the house with the clock in the walls. Can you say that again? The house with the clock in its walls. Okay. Like the movie, but the movie is nothing like the book, except <laughs> there is a house with a clock in its walls. That's the only thing that's the same. Mm-hmm. I think Panda thought you said something else. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is not Green Team After Dark. The Malison series. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, for adults, I would say The Stand. That is such a large freaking book. Get the original edition, not the 10th anniversary edition, I think it is, that's expanded, which has got a whole bunch of crap that there's a reason why the editor said cut that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it is, I think, a good entry point. Oh, um, the gunslinger. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. By Stephen King. I, I have is- an answer for um, okay. entry point for children. So... There's, um, was it The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown? There's um, any of the, um, like, Clifford or the Berenstein Bears, like, the Halloween version of those stories or edition of those stories. Uh, Garfield probably has Halloween comics. So that's, like, my level of horror, spooky. Mm -hmm. You didn't say Hocus Pocus? Oh yeah. That is a well, I've never read movie. the book. I love the movie. Take that back. <laughs> you like Enchanted. That was a bad movie too. The book was good. Ella is Enchanted. It's just insult. Yes. <laughs> insult Panda's movie choices now. Yes. <laughs> you know, I admit I'm not like a movie like film critic. You know, I don't watch movies just for like their artistic ability or whatever. I like mindless fun. Like Transformers. That's, fine. That's yeah. fine. I like bad movies too. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but the sequel to Hocus Pocus is coming out soon. So, hey. Really? Yeah. September 30th. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Prepare yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a horror story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> uh, so, any other comments on this question? I'd always recommend like old horror movies, like old campy ones, because they tend not to be that scary. But if they're too much for you, then you know. And if you like them, then maybe keep going. What's a What's a title that you would recommend? Anything with Vincent Price in it. He was a very creepy actor and did a ton of great, by today's standards, very campy kind of stuff. The House so, on Haunted Hill. There's a good one. Oh, that's... I have watched that Isn't and read it. Yes. Well, is, there's the Netflix there's, series, right? That's actually different. That's the Haunting of Hill House. Oh, just kidding. Okay, never mind. I can't watch that one. The Haunting of Hill House. Too scary. Favorite horror scene that is not in a horror book. That's from Lammy. I had one for this, too, and now I can't remember it. Um. Oh, man. You want, mm, you no. want to think about it? I'm thinking about it, yeah. Great to say anything and break concentration. <laughs> you can talk. <laughs> There's actually quite a few horror scenes in Malazan, and that's not a horror series. So, are they my favorite, though? I guess that's the question. Mm, yeah, some some are pretty good. I mean, there's, like, weird, creepy stuff that happens. They're not, they're not pleasant to read, but they're impactful. So, I'll just go with that. 
I remember Malison had some good dark moments when I last read it. Mm-hmm. I'll go for one from Wheel of Time, though, which later in the story, if spoilers, if anyone's still reading it, um, there was a bubble of evil in a town that like everyone just went mad after Sundark. And then they woke up next morning completely healed with whatever injuries they had. Hmm. That, that was a good one. Sounds like a miracle, not a horror. Well, it's a horror at night. If, if you're not part of like the, everyone going mad. Oh, that's true. So I would say Alice in Wonderland. There's a couple scenes that are pretty scary, but when she's playing uh, croquet and her life is on the line, I mean, that's pretty terrifying. Plus she falls a lot, even though it's slowly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Alice in Wonderland and uh, Alice Through the Looking Glass are the... It's very trippy. Yeah, they're scary, but they're not really horror. Weren't they supposed to be a metaphor for being on LSD or something? No, no. Is that just like a random curious own person there? That's just somebody who took LSD and then read the books and was like, yeah, this is totally the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I see. He was a very straight-laced dude. He is? Was? He's not alive. Yeah, Yeah, he's definitely dead. He's been dead. It was written in like, what, like 1906 or something? (laughs) He could still be around. I guess. I mean, that's, that would be scary. <laughs> An ultra centenarian, whatever that term is. Um, some of the uh, Stephen Moffat's earlier Doctor Who episodes um, were mm. very creepy and very good. Not really a book, but um, yeah, that's not a book. <laughs> well, they have novelization. It's not of- like a horror book, so. <laughs> but just before a book. Um, Harrow the Ninth had a ton of like really creepy descriptions of stuff, uh, mostly body horror themed, guts on the walls and stuff. That was really cool to read. Is that not scary? <laughs> Is that series not considered horror? I don't think so. I think consider it more sci-fi fantasy than horror. You can have what? sci-fi fantasy horror. You can, but I don't. Uh, I guess this is for our um, Lock Tomb series that we do, but um, I don't really consider them to be horror. Harrow, it's not hardcore. Yeah, Harrow had some, but like the other two have been much lighter on the horror elements. Mm. Um, American Gods has a really scary sequence where, spoilers for American Gods. I um, haven't read it. Okay. <laughs> There's a scene where he confronts a god that is very scary because the god tries and kills him. Mm. Although that's like five scenes, but I'm I'm thinking of a specific one. Mm. <laughs> so that was completely unhelpful. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's I, I, know, I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean Gaiman. Gaiman is a good example of just like horror esque, but not being full on horror. Mm-hmm. He just writes things that are a bit creepy and a bit wrong and off. Like okay, Coraline. Well, I guess that's kind of horror. But that would be a yeah. good entry point. It would, actually. There you go. Rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. Your turn. I did. Mine. I did. did you? Yes. You said Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. Oh, that's right. Sorry. She was really thinking very hard about hers. <laughs> yes, I was. Just ignore me. I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to be cursed, what would you? What would your affliction be? So I guess what would your curse be? By Murph, nineteen seventy-six. Uh. They say wealth is a curse, so I'll take that one. <laughs> <laughs> that is unacceptable. That is well, they say <laughs> money is the root of all evil, so... No, it's the love of money. <laughs> Get it right. 
Fine. <laughs> this whole episode, I've been cursed by having a cat on my lap and my legs <laughs> are falling asleep. <laughs> what a curse. Um, diamonds and roses falling out of your mouth when you talk. <laughs> Which I like would be that really story. annoying. <laughs> I, that, that feels mo- almost like a King Midas touch thing. It's like, <laughs> it, it's worse yeah. than a silence. <laughs> no, it sounds terrible. Yeah, it's, but it's you would have the diamonds. <laughs> so there's that. Gail Carson Levine actually wrote a story with a princess that when she spoke, gems would just fall out of her mouth. It's a really old fairy tale. Yeah. she. I mean, it's a fairy tale retelling that she did. Yeah. Um, and the, the sister has toads and something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The other one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But at least you could still just like write if it was only when you talked, gems came out. You know, he could be rich and just mute. Just carry a bucket (laughs) with you, you know, and then collect them. Maybe my curse will be whatever I make just ends up tasting amazing. So if I cooked a shoe, it would taste amazing. That's that's not a curse. (laughs) Why is that not a curse? (laughs) You know what might be a curse? If only when you cooked shoes, they tasted good. That might be a curse. <laughs> no. Okay, fine. I don't want that one. <laughs> um, I don't know. What else, What do you two have? I had the wealth joke, and that was about it for this one. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> and I said it. it was unacceptable. <laughs> I'd be cursed with uh, not being able to come up with a good curse. <laughs> you would be cursed yeah. with having to call people on the phone. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Cursed with having to confront your fears one after the other. As soon as like you get over a fear, like then you have to confront the next one. My curse will be oh, I was gonna say it would be I can't walk in a straight line, but th- there are consequences for that. <laughs> That's the point of the curse, is there are consequences. I know. <laughs> I feel like you guys don't understand what curses are. <laughs> I just don't uh, want to be cursed, okay? <laughs> this is I'm not an I'm option. All the time, but nothing bad ever happens Must to me. be cursed. That'll be my <laughs> Murph, I am trying to wrangle these cats with choosing <laughs> curses, yeah. and they are not cooperating. <laughs> oh, okay. I I got one. You just gave me an idea. I have to finish um, everything that I say. Like, after I say something, I have to end it with a meow. <laughs> That's a choice for some people. <laughs> yeah, but you know, this would be a curse and affliction, so meow. <laughs> Dear Lord. Why do you keep saying meow meow? <laughs> I'm just demonstrating the curse. No meow. it's star it's Starship Troopers. Or not Starship Troopers, <laughs> it's um Super Troopers. Has the has the cops pulling people over oh, and saying meow. Oh, I, okay. Yes, I remember oh. that now. Here, right. Here's a curse. You you're, you can only have pin codes of one, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to come up, but if it does, it's going to be really embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Agent Smith. Wealth is oh, not my a curse. Second choice, how I'm, uh, I'm always afraid, but nothing bad ever happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> You could always that. you could always end what you say with a wolf. <laughs> yeah, that's somewhat wolf. derivative of your curse, though. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could say they're that. complementary instead of derivative. <laughs> they are complementary. If you could live as on as a ghost, would you? This is from Heron Fan. 
So many questions. Did you not know what you were signing up for? No, sorry. I meant so many clarifying questions to be able to answer this question. So assuming you weren't killed while jaywalking and having to haunt (laughs) the intersection that you were killed in, would you decide to haunt something? Nah. I I think uh, it would depend on like the timing and means of my death, right? Like haunt? No, I I wouldn't want to like sit around and haunt something. But if like I could like communicate like a message or, you know, something before moving on, yeah, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. I agree. Although what's wrong with a little haunting? (laughs) Kind of boring. That's the scaredy cat. Is it? Meow. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) You need to do this on a a Malazan podcast. That would be a lot of meowing. (laughs) I talk a lot there. It would be hilarious. (laughs) It would be so confused. Kieran would hate me. Although that would be kind of giving, getting back at him for these questions. Yeah. Okay. My answer is no. By the way, I would not. I mean, I didn't entertain it. Hmm. You've read enough Bujol to not want to be a ghost. No. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I see. I, I, I would I would entertain it. I I could live on as a ghost as long as, you know, it's the kind of ghostlyhood that <laughs> I envision. O- optional yeah. ghostlyhood? Like I would I would choose, right? Like cuz you could do like end it whenever you wanted. Yeah. But like but like forced ghostlyhood, I would not like. Like I don't want to be a scary ghost, you know? I want to be like a helpful ghost. Like a like a Casper. How helpful is Casper? He's just friendly. Does he do anything? He, useful? he is friendly. Yes. I mean, he uh, he's a nice friend, and a nice friend is helpful. Okay, I guess sure. I, I would haunt math classrooms <laughs> and then get the answers <laughs> on exams. <laughs> what is the best costume you've ever done from Kip Dan? I have the worst one. <laughs> uh, I was. It was Halloween. I had soccer practice that evening, and I, I was a goalkeeper, so I was diving around in the mud that day because it had been raining. So going home, instead of, like, you know, going home to change, I just, like, showed up in, like, completely muddy clothes and just wearing, like, my goalkeeper gloves and cleats and everything. So I just went to, as a goalkeeper. <laughs> I mean, it works, right? <laughs> it, well, I thought it worked, but no one no one understood what it was, so... <laughs> it's like, I'm a goalkeeper yeah what's not to understand <laughs> i got my gloves i got my soccer clothing <laughs> seems pretty clear to me <laughs> so I... I did not oh sorry go ahead Mm-mm, you go so i did not celebrate halloween as a child came from one of those homes as an adult i went to a halloween party and i went as a, a catholic schoolgirl with a really <laughs> short skirt and plaid <laughs> shirt or plaid skirt and a very tight white top. And my mom helped me put my hair in pigtails with the colors from the skirt. So it was like a red, oh. red, white, and black ribbons for my pigtails. And I tried to talk, I was married at the time. I tried to talk my ex into going as the he- the headmaster, but he- Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, this will be really funny. He's like, no one knows what a headmaster is. I'm like, okay, the principal. <laughs> it was the principal. <laughs> Anyway, my dad was horrified, and my mom thought it was hilarious. 
<laughs> my dad actually said to my ex, he's like, you're going to let her go out in public like that? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> I'm really bad when it comes to Halloween costumes. Like, one year, I literally took, like, uh, a grocery bag and, like, cut off the bottom. You know, one of those paper grocery bags cut off the bottom. And then I pasted, like, a giant uh, poster board, a white poster board. And I wrote, like, um, I drew, like, I think it was, like, the Ace of Spades or something. And that's what I wore to be, like, one of the card soldiers from Alice in Wonderland. That's pretty Why good. Why is that bad? That's Great. Because it was so poorly done. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so the, and my costumes are very last minute. They're rarely well thought out. So one year I was like, oh, I'm going to a Halloween party tonight. I don't have a costume. What should I do? And I literally took a red dress that I had. And then I drew stars and color them in and cut them out from paper and I just like taped them onto the dress and then I had a stuffed panda and I was China. That was like, <laughs> the most creative I got. That's amazing. I actually really like that. <laughs> I'm not a big costume person. I think I was Aladdin once when I was very young. That's probably that's probably the best one. I have seen photos. <laughs> when you were young. Yes. Like young enough I don't actually remember this. I just know the photos. <laughs> oh dear. I did have my kids be Mario and Luigi one year. <laughs> That's amazing. That was pretty fun. I, I want to see photos of this after the episode. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, I didn't take pictures. Oh. <laughs> Can you I have should've. them recreate it, please? <laughs> <laughs> For this Halloween. <laughs> it would still fit. <laughs> Not in the costumes, but like them. I was going to say no, the costumes would definitely not fit. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were still shorter than me when they were Mario and Luigi. Who is the scariest troll on our Discord? And can we answer this question? Lady Sweden, shame on you for asking. This is terrible. The scariest? I don't think we really have anybody scary. We have trolls. Which troll, really, which troll is most likely to pop out from an unexpected channel? Oh. That would be Soul, I think. Although Urin... Urin's pretty unexpected. Yeah. Or, or is he expected now because he does it so often? <laughs> I mean, Lammy's to... kind of trollish at times. Yeah. yeah. I think Lammy's the unexpected troll. Lammy has good, like, one-liners, you know? Urin just... <laughs> is the silliest. He's the trolliest of the trolls. I think Soul is a troll with a good heart. And Lammy's a troll with a bad heart. No. <laughs> no, Lammy's dad. Just... D-A-D, not bad. <laughs> but then Tor, Tor is the the pun pun troll. Dad jokes. Yeah. Sure. Although Panda can be very dad jokey at times. I love receiving dad jokes. No, you like to tell them as well. <laughs> I don't do as much as, as Tor or yeah. Lammy. Right. Okay. So we've decided none of our trolls are scary. I don't think they're scary. Craig. Craig is scary there. <laughs> Can he be a troll on his own server? Yes. Let's troll us. And he does occasionally troll, for sure. He's scary because sometimes he'll type in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, no. And he's the boss man. He is the boss man. And he types at me in all caps sometimes, and that is kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Craig's, That's Craig's Craig. scary troll. What <laughs> do ghost farts smell like here in fam? Death. Marshmallows. Logical. I don't understand why ghosts smell smarts. Smarts? Smell. Smarts. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. Continue. I already said marshmallows. Okay. It's uh, haven't you seen Ghostbusters? The yeah. they puff marshmallow man. Perfect. I thought you you didn't watch movies with ghosts in it. But that's funny. <laughs> so it's okay. I can't explain it. It doesn't make any sense. Ghostbusters and... ghosts are more spirits than ghosts. Like they're they're, they're probably more like in common with like demons and devils than they do with actual ghosts. What's your answer, Rabbit? I'm going to go with Mr. Anderson's death sounds like a good one. Do you know what death smells like? Actually, don't answer that. <laughs> okay, I would go with like rotting, probably. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what I ever... would say. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had an animal crawl under your porch and die? Yeah. No. Oh, well, lucky you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have. It's gross. So my aunt and I thought about this. My answer is it depends on the ghost. So if it's like an evil ghost, then it would smell like rotting, like sulfur, you know, rotten eggs. And then if it's a nice ghost, a friendly ghost, then it would just smell like crisp autumn air. That's a good answer. I also like the idea that you're being haunted, but really you just think you have a gas leak. (laughs) (laughs) Or just have rotten eggs at home somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. That would be the yeah. worst. If somebody played a prank and they just like hid eggs all over your house, that would be so bad. So someone actually did something similar. Like you know, senior pranks in high school sometimes get like really bad. Oh. At uh, my high school, one, their senior class got cans of sardines and opened them and then left oh, them no. dattered oh, and then hit them around. Oh no. It was awful. We just smell it for like three days. Oh. And in one classroom, it wasn't found in the class of longer. Jeez. Did they like hire a cat to try to find them or a dog? No, I, I think eventually they, they forced the seniors to be like, get these out of here. And the seniors are like, we don't want to be in these rooms either. So, what if they forget like where they hit them? That would have been did bad, they- but they didn't. So. Did they find out who did it? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think anyone got in like excessive trouble, but like I think was, everyone was just like, "We want this out of here. We don't care who did it anymore. Just get out." Gross. Yep, for sure. Vampires, zombies, or werewolves. This is Ashman, and I don't know what he means. If he means who would win, which, which would you rather be? you more, or which one do you want to bone more? <laughs> I, mean, I didn't go there. Or, or which, yeah. which would you rather be? You know, <laughs> or, or, or fight? Or like, <laughs> like would you rather survive like a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> vampires, or werewolf infestation? Have as your uh, arch nemesis, roommate. <laughs> Have you? What is the name of that show with the vampire roommates? Oh, um, so funny! Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Dark shadows, or what we do in the shadows. Yeah, oh. yes, yes, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what are we deciding on? Uh, whatever you want. Yeah, whatever, whatever I want. want. Yeah. yeah. Well, pick, 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 pick your answer based on like, what you you want it to oh, be. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay. 
So I would prefer vampires. They're my favorite monster. So if I have to be a vampire or read a book about a vampire or live with a vampire, it would be a vampire pretty much for any of those things. I would also probably bone a vampire before I <laughs> would a zombie for sure. <laughs> yeah, I see the logic in that. I mean, wouldn't a zombie have bits falling off? It just it, Well, zombie is obviously the incorrect answer for bone. <laughs> 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 We're not disputing that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not as interested in zombies. Like, World War Z, awesome book, but it's like, just not the type of the um, monster I would normally gravitate to. Um, between vampires and werewolves, I... I've read more with vampires, I think, than werewolves. I think werewolves, they, vampires have um, more logic to them than werewolves, I think. One of the I advantages mean, of, I'm oh, sorry. See, werewolves, you you have to think about your clothing all the time. Or you yeah, could just do the full moon. I was going to say only three nights a week or a month. Yeah. Ish. Well, see, the issue with werewolves is during the day, if it's a full moon. Oh. Yeah. That, that's that's the biggest problem. Oh. I never thought of that, but that is true. Huh. And now I I'm never going to be able to unthink it. I'm never going to be able to watch a werewolf movie ever again. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I guess werewolves kind of have it easier to be a part of normal society. Yeah, it's just a couple of nights a month. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Vampires, werewolves, either one. Just not zombies. I, I think... I mean, like, a, a, a werewolf roommate, as long as they, like, weren't in the house, like, when they transformed, that, that'd be fine. Just be, like, an oral person who goes out a few nights a month. Actually, that reminds me. There's a really, really cute um, graphic novel, comic, called Fangs. It's by, I think her name is Sarah Scribbles or whatever, her internet name. It's about a vampire who falls in love with a werewolf and vice versa. They fall in love. And it's such a cute relationship. Highly recommend. So the answer is both for Vandalin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything else on this one? Sounds yes. like so anything have, but zombies. Anything but zombies, yes. That's fair. <laughs> we have five questions left and we've been going for an hour. An hour? It's a good ending point. So let's let's do one last one and then we'll close out. Sorry for everyone who doesn't get their question asked. Make a we good one. Make it a good one. Yeah, we already I forgot to remove this one. Tell the wheel to make it a good one. Nope, we're not going to do that one either. Huh. Now I'm just <laughs> doing the Craig thing and spinning. <laughs> well, it was favorite Halloween candy, and it's like we already kind of covered that That's one. That's true. We did the cover oh, that yeah, one. We did. Oh, this is yes. from Little Red Book. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, it's a good one. Why you want to do one more? <laughs> Why do we like scary stories? Why do we tell them? Why do we enjoy them? Do we enjoy them? <laughs> In the case of some of us. This is this is more of a broad philosophical question more than anything else. Okay, we're not, never mind. No, no, no. I think there's a good answer for this or a good discussion. I mean, Agent Smith, why do you like watching campy horror movies? It's it's fun escapism. I mean, whatever horrible thing is happening is not happening to you. <laughs> you can be sure that the monster isn't coming for you because it came for, you know, the people in the movie. And what kind of logic is that? <laughs> no, I, that actually makes sense to me, to be perfectly honest. I think we, because things are 
scary. The world is kind of a scary place. And so, of course, we tell stories that reflect that would be my answer, (laughs) even if we put it in abstract terms. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do think that in, in some cases, like, we like scary stories because it's a story and it helps us cope with what you were saying, like the the scary things of reality in a more manageable way, in a contained way. I also think that a lot of people like scary stories because they like the adrenaline, they like the rush. Um, so, you know, people who like going to like haunted houses, for example, why do you like that? You like that jolt of feeling alive and then and, you're safe yeah and you you can yeah you can experience it in a safe way uh via via a book and it's also, yeah anyway the idea that like it explains things in a way that like that makes them less real so it's like oh like here's something spooky that happened let's make it about a ghost and, and you can say now it's just a story now now it's just a story instead of something that could be happening yeah, kind of take away some of the scare. Yeah, allows you to rationalize it in a way that separates it from reality. Mm-hmm. It can also be, well, I guess it'd be more of why do you like to tell scary stories instead of you just like them. Scary stories can be ways you teach lessons and are warnings um, for others. Be good or the boogeyman will take you. Yeah. So I think those are all good answers, and we have solved world hunger while we were at it guys so, <laughs> <laughs> gotta do these episodes more often solve the world <laughs> problems with circle of deviation <laughs> happy solve world peace it seems like a good one to get next yeah yeah let's work on that next yeah. time climate change is also something that needs to happen <laughs> yeah let's do that one yeah a little bit more pressing then world peace i'm not sure i don't know i think if we had a peaceful world, it would be easier to solve climate change. I'm just throwing that out there. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us tonight. You can join the conversation on Reddit or Discord. The music is Galactic Damages by Jingle Punk. Thank you, Craig, for lending us a little corner of your media empire. For Rabbit, Panda, and Mr. Anderson, I'm Little Red Book. Good night. Bye. Bye. Oh, do you guys hear that? Hear what? Oh, you don't. What? Oh. Is the recording room haunted? (laughs) (laughs) I think it might be. It's, um, I can hear the wheel spinning and it's very, very loud. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. No, we cannot hear it. There's a setting you can change for that. I'm sure there is. I'm not going to try and figure that out. (laughs) I'm old, okay? (laughs) It's literally a settings bar. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's even a cog wheel and everything. <laughs> <laughs>